You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, and we are back. We had to move this one to Monday because of the pay-per-view last night, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. But we got some basketball talk for you. So welcome to Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always, my brother, Cooper. How you doing, bud? What's going on, man? Man, I'm That's excited. Got some NBA talk. That's right. Do it, brother. We do have one little piece of NBA, or MLB news we'll get to you as well. But first, we're going to talk some NBA basketball. Yes, I love it. We're going to talk about the records this past week, starting in the Eastern Conference, going from worst to first. The Wizards went 0-4 this past week. The Pistons went 2-2. The Miami Heat 1-3. Raptors 1-3. Bulls 0-2. Magic 1-3. The Knicks 1-2. Hornets 3-2. Cavaliers 1-3. Hawks, Celtics, Pacers, and Bucks all went 2-2. The Nets were the only undefeated team at 3-0, and the 76ers finished 2-1. In the Western Conference, the Timberwolves finished 0-3 last week. The Pelicans 2-1, Mavericks 0-4, Kings 2-1, Thunder 2-2, Rockets 3-0, Spurs 3-1, Warriors 3-1, Blazers 2-2, Suns 2-1, the Grizzlies only played one game, but that's all that matters because you get the win, 1-0. Nuggets 2-1, Lakers 2-2, Clippers 3-1, and the Jazz continue that hot streak as they finished 3-0 this last week. So, as for the standings in the Eastern Conference Atlantic Division, you have the 76ers, who are also at top of the conference at 14 and 6, followed by the Nets, who are also number two in the conference at 13 and 8. The Celtics are seated uh, fifth in the conference right now, but are 10 and 8 and third place in the Atlantic Division. The Knicks are 9 and 11, and the Raptors are 7 and 12. In the Central Division, you have the Milwaukee Bucks, third in the conference at 11 and 8. Tied with the Pacers, who are fourth currently at 11-8. Cavaliers are seventh at 9-10. Bulls, representing that favorite uh, little convenience store of ours, 7-11. At <laughs> uh, the record of 7-11. That's right, it is actually seven wins, 11 losses, so I'm not saying it backwards on purpose. <laughs> and the Pistons are 5-15. and 15. In the Southeast Division, you have the Hawks ranked sixth in the standings right now at 10-9. Hornets, 8th in last place of the playoff seedings right now at 9-11. and 11. 
that's kind of scary. Yikes, it's over the mix at that point, too. We'll move on. Magic are uh, slumping as of late and are now down to 8 and 12. Heat, 7 and 12. And the Wizards are 3 and 12. Finally getting to play some games, the Wizards are, after losing a lot of games to postpone it due to COVID. In the Western Conference, Northwest Division, on top of the conference and on top of that division, are the Utah Jazz at 15 and 4. The Denver Nuggets are coming in at 11 and 8 and 4th in the standings. Blazers, number seven in the standings, coming in at ten and eight. Thunder, eight and ten, and the T Wolves are four and fourteen. In the Pacific Division, that has pretty much the rest of the standings in that division, except for the one spot out in the Southwest Division. The Clippers are number two at fifteen and five. Lakers, number three in the standings at fifteen and six. The Suns are ten and eight and number six. Uh, the Warriors at number eight are eleven and nine, and the Kings are eight and eleven. And then in the Southwest Division, those suddenly hot Grizzlies are five, uh, ranked fifth in the standings at eight and six. Spurs eleven and nine. Rockets nine and nine. Mavericks eight and twelve. And the Pelicans, representing our favorite convenience store, at seven and eleven. Love that. Makes me want to get a Slurpee now. Or a sponsorship. <laughs> Just saying, Coke. Oh, my bad. <laughs> All right, man. So we had some fun basketball this last week. But first, we're going to dive into a little bit of MLB notes. Here we go. Swinging for the fences. In Major League, we had a major blockbuster trade occur. That's right, finally. Though some minor details still need to be worked out of the trade, but as it currently stands, the St. Louis Cardinals have traded for Colorado Rockies third baseman Nolan Arenado. There are some contract dealings that still need to be approved by the Major uh, Major League Baseball Players Association. It's I read the article. You can also read it on ESPN.com. It's very um, weird what they're trying to do, but I understand what they're trying to do, so we'll see how it works out for them. The Rockies will also be sending the Cardinals $50 million to help with the contract. This, of course, is a huge relief for the Rockies as the Mets had backed off trading for Arenado, and the only other team that seemed interested in him, in him was division rival the Los Angeles Dodgers. Of course, the Rockies were unwilling to send Arenado to the division rival and have him haunt them continuously until his retirement or if he moved on from the Dodgers. Cooper, your thoughts on this big blockbuster trade in the MLB? It's pretty cool, man. Uh, yeah, I do, I do see why they would trade him elsewhere. <laughs> Um, you really don't want that ghost haunting you all, you know, throughout the whole year. Career, so. Yeah, yeah. So that that's pretty cool. I mean, I mean hats off to St. Louis. Good, good job. Mm-hmm. That's it. Damn it, Rockies! Right. Just let the Dodgers own you. I mean, come on. They pretty much do anyway. So, shit. <laughs> but good. That is good for the Cardinals. Uh, that gives them another power bat that they probably actually do need. Uh, so that helps them. It doesn't sound like they're going to give them a whole lot. Uh, we'll see what the prospects will end up being um, in the long run for them because uh, obviously nothing's set in stone 100% for sure. But it sounds like um, barring any weird snags, this should be put through pretty easily. All right, man. So let's go head back onto the hardwood and talk about some NBA stuff. Clay Thompson did a recent interview discussing how it's been killing him, quote unquote, missing this season thus far. The Warriors currently sit in playoff in a playoff position, but it's still too early to determine whether or not they will remain in playoff contention come the end of the year. 
There have been some rumblings that the team may look into the availability of Washington Wizards shooting guard Bradley Beal, who has been visually frustrated and even vocalized his frustration this past week with how the team has been performing despite his efforts. Though, it does, though if it does become evident the Wizards will try and trade Beal, there will be there is hardly a team out there that wouldn't at least make the phone call to the Wizards to see what it would take for them to part with Beal. Cooper, your thoughts on the Warriors and possibly getting Bradley Beal? We're going to see them in uh, you know, playoff contention again if they get him. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's a sealed deal for them. They'll, they'll be in the playoffs. Oh, for sure. I, I don't so, see that not being a any, – I mean, unless – Curry got hurt. I don't yeah. see that being an yeah. issue. I think that that that's a good move by the Wizards. Uh, they need they need somewhat of a shooter, to, and somewhat someone to help out Curry. So right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely good. I mean, the Warriors. I mean, not the and can you imagine? Warriors. You know, when they get Clay back, that oh that the trio. Oh, yeah, that's man, dude. Yeah, because uh, both both him and Clay. Um, Clay's a little bit taller than Beal, so he could actually play the four, but both of them actually could play the wing position, um, basically, because we are moving towards a league where it's basically becoming positionless play. Now, pretty much anybody can play positions one through five, pretty much, unless yeah. you've got a really small point guard, say, like if you have Kimball Walker, who's exactly six foot, you obviously don't want him going up against a, a guy who's almost seven feet tall, obviously. Yeah. But basically, in the same sense, it's all becoming a – um, very um, positionless, positionless league. Because it's full of giants, bro. Basically, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, they're all big. Yeah, they're all big pretty much now. All right, man. Those Utah Jazz have continued that winning streak as it reached 11 straight games. The streak has put them at the top of the Western Conference as the Lakers struggled this past week, winning only two of four games. Uh, this does come despite Donovan Mitchell entering concussion protocol this week. And he did miss the team's uh, two games against the Mavericks. So, Koopa, your thoughts on those hot Utah Jazz? Dude, what? I know, right? The Utah Jazz game hot. Well, truth is, it's the beginning of the year, so we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Let's see if they can stay hot. All right. It does bode well that if you lose one of your best players for two games, oh, and yeah. you still win. Yeah. Granted, the Mavericks are in a bit of a slide, which we actually will be talking about next, but that actually bodes well for your team to go, hey, our best player's out, but yeah, we still won. So it gives you confidence oh, in yeah. yourself. It gives you confidence in yourself and in your organization and your bench, your mm-hmm. coaching staff, all of it, dude. I mean, it. Play, all the plays and factors. So. Yeah, that new new jazz owner is probably going, I'm liking what I'm seeing from my team right now. Exactly, yeah. Because usually when you get a new owner, he says, i got to see what's going to happen. If I, I really don't want to blow this team up. We don't have to, so let's get something going, and that's a good way to start. All right, next up. Speaking of those Mavericks, the team has lost five straight games. Since their last win against the Spurs on the 22nd, the team has lost to the Rockets, Nuggets, Jazz twice, and the Suns. The team has been... Quote, looking like we don't care, unquote, according to star player Luka Doncic after their second loss to the Jazz. The team, the team still didn't seem to care much as they lost Saturday night to the Suns. A team that was coming in with much promise this season has struggled to find rhythm and apparently unity thus far in this season. Cooper, your thoughts on the Mavericks? I see. You know, never get when you got Luka Doncic. 
talking about things like that because, mm-hmm. you know, if he gets unhappy with the team, then that's not going to be good for the organization all the way around. So, right. Um, you're going to get some heat in the locker room. He's probably going to end up wanting traded sooner or later if they don't turn it around. Exactly, man. It's going to so, be. It's going to be very interesting. We'll see what happens. Yes, sir. All right, let's, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about a team in the East. Despite the newly formed Big Three in Brooklyn, it has been the 76ers that look to be the beasts of the East. The team, led by the suddenly cohesive Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, were the first team to knock off the Lakers, who were undefeated on the road up until that Wednesday night game. Though the Lakers did go on a 13-0 run to take a one-point lead late in the fourth quarter, Doc Rivers drew up a fantastic play for Tobias Harris, they got him defended by a smaller Alex Caruso and was easily able to shoot over the small defender to hit the game winner. The 76ers currently lead the Eastern Conference, and it will be a big battle between them and the Nets for the team to emer- for either team to emerge out of the East for the finals. Cooper, your thoughts? My thoughts? <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts. You just read that, and we know how much of a big Lakers fan you are. How much did that hurt reading that right there? I wrote it, and then I had to read it. <laughs> How much does it hurt? It hurts a lot. <laughs> I'm, dying to, I'm dying a little Poor bit. Poor I mean, it's not like he's too small. He's 6'4", but Tobias Harris is like 6'9". So right, right. He's got almost like half a foot of <laughs> freaking leverage. So it was really easy. It's, it's like it's like a, a kid going against a man. You gotta reach up, try and try and defend that. But good He's luck like, eh, with that. Eh, eh, I got it. Man, you didn't got it, but sorry. But I mean, yeah, man. Wow, that's crazy. Seventy-six, man. Who would who would have thunk it? Well, who would have thought that Doc Rivers might have been the exact coach they needed to get their two superstars to finally get along? and play well enough together, even though Ben Simmons still struggles from an outside shot as an outside shooter. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, that, that does that does go to show how much a good coach can do for a team. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Even though I didn't like that he was the Clippers coach, because yeah. I don't care for the Clippers, and they're overly um, exalted, exalted selves. Mm-hmm. I have always actually respected Doc Rivers and what he did in Boston, even though Again, that's still a rival to the Lakers, but sort of. Only because we're both cha- chasing championships yeah. and being the championship leader overall. But So I've always respected Doc Rivers in that aspect. And so I was, when I, I was mad but glad he won, even though it was also against us, which kind of was really irritating. Punk. <laughs> but anyways... That's, it is what it is. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a. It's definitely going to be a battle between the Sixers and the Nets. It looks like. Um, of course, as the Nets continue to get more time together, it's going to make things a lot, a, a lot more interesting between them and the Sixers as they as they vie for the top spot in the East and home court advantage throughout the playoffs. Yeah, man. This, this is the, uh, the beast of the East. Who's it going to be? Right. All right, so one more team to keep an eye on, though, are the Memphis Grizzlies, who have quietly made their way up to fifth in the standings and are on a six-game winning streak. And even though the team did have a five, have five straight of their games postponed due to COVID issues, it hasn't slowed their steady climb up the standings. Wouldn't I be surprised, though, to see this team hover around the five seed as we make our way into the playoffs? Is this team a true contender at this time? No, but they may not be an easy out either come playoff time. Dude, that's 
This goes to show that if you've got enough, you know, talent on your bench and you're starting rotation, you're good to go, man. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, uh, that's and plus they got a lot of guys who've been playing um, together for a while. Morant's obviously in his second year, yeah. which helps. And we we all like John Morant when he came out. You know, we, was kind of hoping we could have not had to trade the first pick last year's draft to. Get Anthony Davis, so we could have also had John Morant because, you know, a group of Morant, Davis, and LeBron would have been amazing to see. But, you know, no, the ping pong balls did not go our way for the lottery. It went the Pelicans' way. Because, man, if we would have got the top, if we would have got a pick above them, basically if we would have got the number one and we could have had Zion, we wouldn't have had to give up so much to get Anthony Davis, and we probably also would have had Brandon Ingram still. Could you imagine that, though? We didn't have to give up so much. Oh, I know, right? Basically yeah. giving up Zion for Anthony Davis and maybe a few other pieces. Could you imagine the lineup that's featured John Morant? Because um, we would have probably had to flip, just flip trade spots. And John Morant, Brandon Ingram, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James. It would be a what could have been? There would have been no stopping that team, dude, like whatsoever. So Yeah, I'm sorry I made this a little bit about the Lakers when we were talking about the Grizzlies. But anyways, John Morant, that's, I'm just saying John Morant's talent was really yeah. great coming out. And they got themselves a really good power, uh, power forward. Point guard moving forward is what I was going to yeah. say. And I messed the whole lineup, so... <laughs> Anyway, so th- that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I really meant about it. Grizzly, yeah. um, of course, Dylan Brooks, former Duck, is on the cool team. What's cool about it is, you know, they're slowly, slowly making their way up there, and they're not making a whole lot of noise about it. They're kind of being quiet about it. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's cool to see a team do that. Yeah, and of course, I, I like the fact that Dylan Brooks is playing well. He's former yeah, Duck, yeah. so... Makes me happy that a duck, a duck is doing well in the NBA because it's a rare feat to see. <laughs> it's basically a bunch of Duke and Kentucky players, and, every, <laughs> and it's basically Duke, Kentucky, high school phenoms, and everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically how it works in the NBA, it seems like. You had the few guys like uh, Dane Lillard who went to, what was it, I believe Weber State or something like that. Oh, show who shines out of nowhere. Right. But other than that, it's very rare you get one of those yeah. players that are either weren't they are on an elite, you know, basketball team. Right. Yeah. Basically, Kentucky or Duke. So, yeah. so it's different, and it's nice to see. Or a grinder player like you get out of uh, Syracuse. You usually, can get a grinder out of Syracuse. So, all right, man. I believe that will do it for us. Yeah, man, it was fun. Yeah, so we all hope you enjoyed the pay-per-view. We sure did. Oh, yes. It was fun and exciting. Yep, and of course, be sure to tune in tomorrow, Tuesday, for Football Talk, because we had another major breaking trade. Oh, yes. And... uh, it's good. It, I, it, I like it. You don't like it. Whatever. I, I don't. 
We'll talk you about it tomorrow. Not like it, but you, you know, you, I, yeah. I'm 50-50 right now. <laughs> but basically, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Because yeah. <laughs> why ruin the surprise? Well, you already know what happened anyways. If you're a true sports fan like us, yeah. you already know what happened. We're just going to discuss it in full length tomorrow. All right, so that does – and, of course, that means we'll also be previewing the Super Bowl tomorrow. And we'll talk a little bit NASCAR because, that's right, the season's getting ready to kick off. Yes. yes We're officially on the road to Daytona, the 500, February 14th. So grab your sweetie a Valentine's Day gift and make sure it's her favorite driver. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. A little NASCAR plug for you, NASCAR. Come on, man. Help us out. We need sponsorship somehow. I want to get paid. I want to get paid. <laughs> Plus, you know, I want my tickets down to the 500 next year. Just, That'd be awesome, just saying, NASCAR. We're not far from Daytona. We wouldn't have to worry about much. Nope. We would just need a, we wouldn't need airfare. We'd just need hotel accommodation and tickets. Pit passes. Just saying. Help, 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 a couple, help a couple brothers out, man. Just, you know. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways that was a big man is done with his rant. We got to get out of here. We do. All right. So that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on talking, talking sports. sports.